Welcome back to another episode of Ultras 11 Podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Alex. See, I tried to be serious there for the whole thing because I'm getting criticized. Um, <laughs> before we get started on anything, uh, I just want to remind everybody to please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, subscribe on YouTube, like our pictures, comments, do you? That whole thing. You just, and just, just do hey, it. Just, just help, help the boys out by just sharing us. Share our profiles, share our pages, share our videos. Everything helps us just spread the word about Ultras XI. Yeah, talk shit if you want. Exactly. That's fine. Talk We're okay with We'll it. take it. No problem. We'll give it right back. Actually, you might maybe, not like I was it. I say maybe I won't take it. I'll take it personally. Yeah, Joe, Joe will come, at, get, come uh, for your dome. Yeah, exactly. Um, but um, the season's underway. We yes. all know that. Uh, a couple games have been played, both Premier League, Serie A, La Liga, everything like that. Um, so the transfer market's still open. And, you know, it kind of helps with the teams that got to improve in some places, mm. you know, lacking some depth, whatever it is. But this is the part of the market that everybody hates. Mm. All the prices are going to be either way inflated <clears throat> or you're just getting a really good deal. Yeah. You know, like you look at some of these deals that are happening. It's like, why the hell are they now getting them for like two mil? You know, sometimes it doesn't pan out that way. And so that brings us to our next point. Benjamin Pavard going for 35 mil. That's not including bonuses. I know. To Absolutely Inter. crazy, man. Um, the Prem, I feel like they kind of have their whole transfer market sorted out, you know, just in case like a player leaves, like that's when you'll see them react. Yeah. I feel like a lot of their bigger deals are already done. They spend, they spend early on. They get that shit over Yeah. With. So like, it's more so like the Serie A teams that are still looking to plug a few gaps, do their thing, like whatever it is mm-hmm. there. Um, Inter kind of, I guess, lacked another defender. Yeah. Yeah. So, screener, right? it's, yeah. So they were kind really of address that. They were kind of desperate for a center back. Mm-hmm. So in steps Pavard. And now we have Pavard on Inter. Yeah. So Al, my question to you is mm-hmm. what does Benjamin Pavard actually offer Inter in regards to his ability? Like I mean like that's the thing. I don't want to like downplay him too much because like he is he is a very good player and he, I, I think, like him personally, I think he'll do very well in Serie A, especially mm-hmm. if they're playing him. They use him more as a center back and not, you know, because I know he can play on on the right and like Izagi's always with that three five two. So like, I hope he doesn't kind of, you know, which I, I don't think they should because they have Cuadrado and and um, what's his name? My God, Belanova. No, the right, the right. Why am I? Oh my God. I just packed him in Dumfries? FIFA too. Dumfries. I just packed him his <laughs> footies card. I'm like, I'm going blind. I got him literally last night. But yeah, anyways, so. I don't think they could push him there. So as a center back, I could see him doing very, very well. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like that that 35 mil that's tacked on to his name. It just it doesn't sit well with me. Like it's way too much money for what that guy's gonna be because he's not gonna be a starter, realistically. Like Izagi is he always goes the same thing. He's gonna go a Cherby, Bastoni, and um and Devry. So, you know, where is he gonna get in there consistently? Is he gonna be you know, a, a main starter for them, maybe down the line, if he really, you know, proves himself and, and proves to be that guy. But for me, like, I don't think he's that kind of like, he's, he's, he's good depth. He's a good guy, you know, to have on the team, he'll do his job. He won't stand out, but the 35 mil is where I, I get thrown off with that whole deal. Like, that's where I just, for me, like, I'll say, <laughs> I, I'm not saying this as like a Juventino or like, you know, like just hating on everything. Cause I'll, I'll say when, you know, Inter makes a good signing, but with that, like, it's just, I, for me, I don't think like they could have, gone the cheaper route and you know sign somebody somebody you know like that like a like that for depth and 
saved on the money, but it's it's you know Stephen Zhang. He just he wants that he wants that that he wants that second star, and he'll spend all the money that he doesn't have to get it. And and you know this could backfire on him, but we're only time will tell. So taking all that into consideration, yeah, do you think that this is actually a good signing for Inter? Again, it's. He he'll help out. He'll be beneficial down the line throughout. The, like the season's long, they're in all competitions. He's going to be beneficial, but it like the money wise, you know, like I said, they could have signed you know a cheaper alternative in that center back position, and then you know maybe you know you could, if they you know had to make some other look around, say okay, where else do we you know are we kind of lacking that we need some depth and use that money instead of just you know going la- waiting last minute. Now this, you know, that Byron's you know like. They don't need to sell him. They're not, They're not desperate. In that position. They didn't have a replacement. That's why they were holding off for so long. So they, it's like, you know, you know that they weren't trying to push the move. So they held on to that figure, and Inter kept trying to go, you know, undercut, undercut, undercut. Nothing worked, and now they, you know, gave in and 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 paid what Byron wanted. And I, I don't know. That's it's 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 a lot of money for me to look at that signing and be like, yeah, you know what? Hey, that that ended up being worth it. That was that was good on them. I, I think it is a good signing. I think what kind of clouds the whole like reality if it's like deemed a good signing or not is the fact that they're paying as much as they did yeah you know like if he came out half the cost dude if he came out like nine mil uh, ten mil yeah buddy even if he does half decent as 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 a as a like as a sub coming on as a you know a guy to kind of you know play those every other Mm. game but i'd be like you know what hey inter got a fucking steal you know what like he he's still kind of like he's not he didn't hasn't hit 30 yet like that's a good deal but for the money that they paid, for me, I don't think so. I don't. You might, you might disagree with that, but I think it's a good deal. I'm gonna be honest. Like, okay, again, it's it's kind of the like the price they paid. That's why it kind of clouds the whole is it a good deal or not. <clears throat> but for me, like the whole thing with Pavard is he offers you like a versatility almost. You know, like if someday Inzaghi decides to stop playing the three man back line and he goes with a four man back line, happen. which will never happen, but whatever. We're speaking metaphorically. He would be like he could slot into that right back role seamlessly. You know what I mean? Like, and it offers that versatility that you know in a game you could change it to a three man back line. Yeah. You know, so I, I think with Pavard's versatility, I don't think he's a great player by any means or whatever, but I think it offers like that versatility and those options that they yeah. could have when they're trying to decide their starting eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see Devry starting for them. Yeah. I think he'll start maybe the first couple of games. But Up it, until Pavard kind of he'll, he'll settles be, in. He'll be like, Pavard will be like Inzaghi's little uh, Swiss Army knife. Yeah. He'll just kind of, you know, I, I can see, I, you know, I, now you're saying that I, I can see Inzaghi even like throwing him as like a defensive midfielder and just like that's what I mean. in these weird positions just because like the guy probably, he's the type of guy that, he, you know, again, he's not going to do anything that's going to stand out, mm-hmm. but he'll go there, he'll shut up, put his head down, and he'll do the job. Yeah, I, I think I think Inter actually, actually, like with this signing, I think they actually have the proper amount of depth. They actually have a, a lot better of a team. Mm. It's literally just that price tag that makes me feel a little bit yeah. unsettled. Um, and alike. Do you think this is a signing that Inter had to make though? Or do you think it's one of those you could have went with like a youth product or something like that? Maybe like, maybe not youth, but they like you're like you like on if, if I were to go through now like the like the free agents or guys that are like available for you know cheaper mm-hmm. that are you know in that around that range of you know 28 to like 31. Somebody that would be perfect for Inter because right now Inter's not you know building anything. They're not. They're they're a team that you know they're they're a win now right like right now team. Yeah. They just they won Serie A th- three seasons ago. They went to a Champions League final last year. They got something almost there. Mm-hmm. So now for them it's just adding these little pieces and like that. It's a good signing, but with the price that they paid, 
I feel like they could have done a little bit better instead of just panicking and buying him. Yeah, I get it because you know you're at the end and you know your 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 hands are tied. Like there's not much you can do at that point. Yeah, you know you're not going to start looking around and start a whole new negotiation with somebody else if you if you haven't started anything, but you've already been talking to him for weeks. I get it, but I, I don't know. I would have tried to you know push push for some sort of like like a loan with obligation and like some bonuses that like, you know, depending if he plays, if he does certain things, he gets clean sheets, mm. try to do something like that instead of paying straight out like 35 mil without any bonuses. Like that's, that's what Bayern Munich is getting for him. Yeah. I think in like, again, goes back to the price tag. I feel like that's the one thing that, that gonna it's going to weigh on, on that everything. transfer. And I think again, like, I, I do think it's a signing they needed to make. And like, I do agree with you. They could have maybe scrambled for somebody else in regards to like, you know, mm. maybe even looked at Napoli and said, Hey, can we, get Juan Jesus on a yeah. loan, you know, like something like someone smaller, like whatever, the like, league, someone that's yeah, yeah, something like that. Or even like you said, like getting Pavard on loan. Yeah. Um, But for some reason, I feel like Inter doesn't make those kind of deals. No, you know, I don't think they loan with option obligation, whatever. Like you see a couple of their players, whatever, but in a roundabout way, it's always an obligation to yeah. buy. They just do sketchy deals. They say, yeah, we'll worry about it later. And then, yeah. well, then nothing ever ends up happening. I think the, the whole Pavard thing, I do see him starting soon. Not right away. I want to say by like November, you'll see him starting in that back three. Mm-hmm. If you, and if you, he'll start, he'll, he'll get subbed on, but he'll start making his first like actual like starting appearance mm-hmm. right after one of the three they have Bastoni, DeVry, or um, Acerbi. Acerbi. One of them either get hurt or they have a, a bad game where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you know what? You know, take a break, sit down for a little bit, and then he'll yeah. get his. That's when he'll get his. You also got to remember, like, they have a Cherby, whatever, but he's what, 38 now, yeah. 36? Like, yeah. he has something in between there. Like, but he's. It's, but the thing, if he's Joe, it's like he's performing. That was like the same same thing happened when, when we signed the Lick. When we signed the Lick, we still had Bonucci, Chiellini. No, but we oh, still had Bonucci, Chiellini, yeah, yeah. and Barzali. They yeah. were still all there. And, like, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, okay, I get, you know, the Lick's this phenomenon, this young kid, but mm. if those guys are still playing good, why are you going to like change something and and ruin something just to play this you know this young kid and he's not even like some prospect so for like i said for him i could see him only coming in if one of those guys start performing badly yeah which i can't really see because they've been pretty consistent or if one of them just if they, there's an injury that's where i could see him taking advantage I mean, of getting in there they've been playing well the, no so they have they, been. they, they freezes the right the Vry has been their weakest spot and i said it since last year and i'll say it again this year he's been the weakest spot there's games where, you know, he looks good. He looks like that guy that, you know, you saw at Lazio the first year at Inter. Like, he looks like that guy. But there's a lot of times where he just looks very shaky. And you'll see teams, like, they'll start attacking that side there. And, like, dude, the guy gives up everything. And, like, that's where, like, the ch- most chances come from is on his side there. Well, I mean, I'm kind of shocked that Jan Sommer still hasn't made a blunder. I know it's yeah, only been that, two that'll games. Come. That'll but, come, man. I mean, everybody kind of twerked for the whole idea that Onana's gone. They suck. Like, they can't do anything. Blah, 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 whatever. You but, know you know how it is. Like, you've you've been through it. Those, those At the beginning, you know, when your, your team's playing hot, you go, like, five games playing the most perfect football, you unbeaten, just playing just magical. And you're like, everything just feels like, oh, man. What could go wrong here? This is too perfect. Nothing like nothing could go wrong. It's just it, it, it's it's just made to be, and then everything just fucks up. I mean, United experienced that firsthand with uh, Onana deciding <laughs> to take a seat in the middle of a game. Did you see that? <laughs> um, like you've seen the memes like him in like an F one car. When I saw the one of him in an F- uh, sorry, which one was it? It was like a receiving line or something like that, and I'm just like, guys, stop! Like, Twitter will remain undefeated for the shit they post. Dude, like the guys, thing, the shit that they come up with, man. If you fuck up and you're it's caught on camera, oh, buddy. Well, good luck exiting the whole transfer market here already because really... it's coming up, man. Closing, um, closing time. Actually, you know what? There's one small thing I want to bring up 
because we talked about it the last week and you know i know See, i'm yeah, gonna get know, like put my head on joey's, fucking... joey's says i'm the bad guy i was trying to not get to this and skip over this and you know to, not tie, it's 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 rough it, it's the day of you know it's it's we just saw you know the pictures it got confirmed as number 90 thank god it's not 10 I, and i was gonna i was gonna i didn't want to bring it up yet but hey bring you know what joe, joe wants to bring it up now i'm ready to talk about it man only because I feel like everybody thinks I'm an- okay. I am technically anti Lukaku. Uh, you don't understand. I'm ordering all three Roma jerseys. I love Roma now. You guys saved. We us. saved a lot of people. In we saved ways. Chelsea. We saved Inter. You, you saved we us. saved you. Juve. Saved us from getting Lukaku. You also saved us from losing Vlahovic. So in that, I love Roma. I I, I won't say I'm happy about the deal. I will not say that. I will. I think you're. I think you're literally the only Roma fan. I will. Well, that's the thing. I'll, I'll maintain my energy the Actually, whole hold thing. Hold on one second. I think it's only right. I don't know where he's going. For you of, for you guys that can't. Oh, should I put it on? Should I wear it? Oh, I don't want to wear it anyways because of the screen here. I know it's the, the the bad team, but it's it's only right. We celebrate Joe Lacaca and his new signing, Lacaca. It's. It's one of those deals that, like, it, it, it's okay. I'm not stupid. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. As much as everybody thinks, like, Joe, you're fucking stupid. Whatever. I'm, ball I'm, knowledge. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Obviously, he slots into our starting eleven. Obviously, he may be one of our best strikers besides maybe like Jacko, Batistuta, like whatever. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not stupid. I see that. It's just the the price they're paying and everything around it. That I'm just unsure about. It's Mourinho's last year. It's a dry loan. Oh, and everybody's going to turn around and say, yeah, but he lowered his release clause at Chelsea to 37 or 47 mil. It doesn't matter. We're Roma. We're broke. Where are you going to get this money from? We're going to win the Europa League. You're going to sell who for to get that money. So, so to me, I see it as it's, it's a dry loan. That's all it is. Essentially. Five mil up front or seven mil, whatever the fuck it is at this point, because all these numbers are changing every day. We're paying his full wage, this, that, whatever. Our president flew him out personally. Flew the plane. He flew the plane. <laughs> Great. Didn't, That's didn't cool. Go, didn't go with his pilot. No, he no, was no. the pilot. Yeah, well, he does have his license. I know, but, so, but like, dude, when have you ever, no matter license or no license, when have you heard of like the owner of a team go pick up a player? Nah, I'm not going to lie. That's kind of like the only badass part of this whole deal. I've never heard of that before. It's sick. It's kind of sick. <laughs> he's it's kind, a flex, he's, man. he's kind of like, like Tom Cruise he's in flexing. Top Gun, but like more sick because like it's real life. <laughs> um, I'm just not sure if I like this whole deal. Hmm. Simply because, again, it's a Band-Aid. And yeah. I get it. Everyone's going to look at me and say, yeah, but Tammy's missing. You're not going to rely on Balotti. Yes, you're right. You're 100% right. Mm. But it's one of those deals that, to me, like financially, it doesn't make sense. You're going to put this man on a pedestal before he even played. You're living in the past in regards to, oh, look what he did for Inter at that no. time. Look at what he did for these guys at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not going to remember all the fucking mistakes this guy made leading up to that. You're not going to remember how he twerked for every single team and said that there is childhood club. Like, oh, he kissed the Roma badge already and he held up the jersey. Cool. <laughs> like, I, I, saw, I saw pictures in Rome of like them holding up a banner saying the new king of Rome. Like, yeah. first off, that is the most absurd fucking claim I've ever. Like, I, I questioned for a second if I want to still support Roma because like you're really going to forget. Like, I'd put Dybala above him. Basically. As a king of Rome, Obviously. if you're gonna fucking do shit like that, man. The only, the only thing with this move, like that, I can, I can see that it, it works out for all parties. Is 
you know, okay, the last two years it worked out for Roma that they didn't like they didn't even have to corner the market. They just were patient. They waited. Mm. They saw took advantage of Dybala's situation last year that you know no team kind of wanted to risk it, wanted to pull trigger on him or pay the money that he was asking. So everybody pulled out and there was no one really there. Roma stepped in, you know, offered him something that sounded pretty sweet to him. He's like, you know what? I'm down. I'm down to come to Roma. And now look how much he loves it there. He's already falling in love with the city. Yeah. yeah and yeah. he wants to be there. Lukaku, same thing. All summer you're here with Juve. He's linked. He's linked with Milan. He's linked everywhere in Saudi Arabia. He didn't want to go there. And then now. Which I'll, I'll commend, actually. No, no. I'll yeah, no, he, he, still want, he still wanted, he still wanted to play in Europe. But you, really. you know what? Hey, I'll give him that. But he waited. He waited. Nothing was really concrete or moving forward because no one could really agree on, on anything. Roma waited, you know, kind of till the end. Started talking with him. Seeing what they can do. Gave him an offer. He liked it. And now he's going over there. Mm. And the thing with Lukaku, especially him, he's a player that he needs to be loved and he needs to feel loved. And in a place like Rome, he'll get that. I know, like, you know, if he starts making consistent mistakes, they might start kind of turning on him. Not I still don't think, com- com- especially with, like, with Roma. If it was on, you know, like a Milan Inter Juve where there's a lot higher expectations, mm-hmm. they'll turn a lot quicker than they will with Roma. Yeah. But with Roma, he'll have that, especially, dude, if he starts scoring and starts, you know, fucking feet on the floor, he goes out running and he starts scoring goals right off the bat. They're going to fall in love with him and they're going to treat him like he's actually a king. And that shit is going to make his head like this. But that's that's what he needs. That's what he needs as a player to get the best out of him. Look with Inter. Okay, yeah. You know, everyone, obviously, you know, him being in the best shape of his life and him being fit and not overweight like he was near the end with United. That obviously played a big part. But having a coach like Conti that he was dying for you, he just wanted you. You went to Inter. They loved you over there. He had all this love. Everybody just, they they showed so much love to him. No, there was no hate for him anywhere near there other, unless you were a Milan fan. And look home, and he went completely off for two seasons. Then he went back to Chelsea. That whole thing that it just messed him up. And he, the guys, realized yeah. he's not made for the prem. Just, just leave that in the past. Hey, it was good while it lasted. It's, it's in the past. Leave it in the past. He had this love with Inter. That his biggest mistake was that with that year he left. Obviously, Inter benefited. But if he never left, he would have never lost that love. And yeah, okay, he got it back when he came back. But it wasn't the same. Mm. It wasn't what he had before. Yeah. The team was different. They, they they didn't want to rely on him anymore. And that's why you saw him. He didn't really get integrated fully into the mm-hmm. team. But now with Roma, it's, I don't know, man. I like, I, I know I didn't want him and I'm, I'm happy we didn't get him. But I think for you guys, like this can be like a, a, a really, I'm not going to say he's a king. He's going to be the king of Rome or he's going to be, you know, the best player ever to play on. Hey, you know what? Yeah, that title Maybe. only belongs to you never guy. You never know. He's going to have to do a lot, but hey, you never know. But I really think that like he can really prove himself and really, Fall in love with Rome, and Rome's gonna fall in love with him. I, I don't disagree. And Rome will fall in love with Rome. I, I get it, and just stop trying to romanticize this whole thing <laughs> because I, I want to try to stay. I true know how to, to get this. the Joe. Yeah, you just play on words. <laughs> Huge play on words, guy. Puns, love that. But um, nah. With 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 Lukaku again, like I won't deny his ability. I won't deny anything like that. Obviously, again, like I'd be stupid to not see, but. It's just for me, I feel like it's you're kind of picking at straws with this. Like, I Mm. I feel like it's it's a desperate move on his behalf. It's a desperate move on Roma's behalf. Yeah. 
obviously it's a reactionary it, type of signing yeah. because and it worked know, out, we didn't get who it worked we wanted out both for, for it worked out for both of them. But it's just it's just one of those things that like I, I don't know, man. I look at it and it just kind of it makes me kind of question Mourinho sometimes because it's like you're like you this guy's just demanding this. Yeah. And last week you came out and said that we're finishing in fifth to eighth. Now, like, what is this going to change your narrative? <laughs> like, you got Lukaku. Does that make you a, a winning team now? Yeah. Or is he going to blow up and become fat like he did on United? Because you were the coach at that point, Mourinho. I know. So he was there. You know what I mean? Him. He <laughs> was that coach that had him as a fat guy. So is is that going to come back and play? Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you that they're going to be able to get along. Maybe you know, it's it's again a team with with less pressure. Maybe they'll be able to kind of push each other and say, like, okay, you know what? You know, we we got to be the ones to step up and and, mm. and do something for this team. Yeah, like I, I want players on my team that want to play for the badge, you mm. know. And like it's call me a nostalgia merchant, call me whatever you want, but like for me, it's always been like for Roma, like you're there because you want to be like be a part of that. Yeah, you want to play for that badge, Lukaku. I just don't see being that guy that wants to play for the badge again. Mm. Maybe it changes. Maybe this is all some reverse psychology shit that I'm playing yeah. on myself, so I downplay it and I don't think much of it. Um, but I, got, I, I, I don't know. I got a, one last question just about this to, that I got. I want to ask you. So I know we were talking earlier before and you had mentioned that, you know, this is not really a, a signing that, you know, Roma ever made or like ever would make in the past. Like they would never go for a guy like Lukaku in like the situation, yeah, yeah. you know, as of recently and like not trying to, you know, be like one of those guys that, you know, just lives in the past. and like, oh, you know, I want it, you know, I don't want it to change. And it's it, things it's that's the way the world works. Everything's going to yeah. change. You know, now you're seeing like. To bring Juve into this for the first time since '69, no, but for the first time since '69, they're adapting. Now they first time they don't have an Italian captain; it's a yeah. Brazilian captain. Yeah, first time you're watching Juve and you see they're playing three in the back and they're three Brazilians instead of three Italians. That's like, true. yeah, that's not something you see. And a lot of teams you're seeing now are adapting and they're changing. You know, old traditions like some of them. You know, it's obviously you're still going to keep the main ones, and you, you know, you're not just going to just you know sell yourself and give everything away and just completely change. Yeah, no team will do that. But do you think like this is what Roma needs to kind of, you know, not fall behind and still kind of be in there with, you know, the top teams and just stay like with 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 everything new and stay up to date with everything? You know, what I I never actually thought about that. I won't lie. Um, when I saw the signing, everything again, mm-hmm. I kind of just gave me like a blast from the past. Um, so I actually didn't think about present day adapting to the times, adapting to whatever. This is some of the moves you have to make if yeah. you want to be a top side. Um, in that regard, yeah. You know what? Like, it, it might be Roma trying to make that push to be like an, a top team in Europe, mm. not just Italy. Like, yeah. we want to show the world that, hey, look, we attracted Lukaku here. We attracted Dybala here. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, Renato Sanchez. Yeah. Like, we're, shit not, like that. we're not just Our, a mid-table like, team. Like, you know, we're, we're a competitive yeah, team. Yeah. I just think for me, what kind of puts the bitter taste in my, the sour taste in my mouth, sorry, is the fact that, like, there was no, like, buildup, you know? Like, mm. I, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's almost as if there's no sort of dynasty that Roma is building. I don't know how to, like, word no, it no, properly. I, I, I know what you mean. But it's more so, like, we're going to solve problems right now. Yeah. We're not going to think about what about next year and the year but afterwards. Whereas that, before, also, like, you're talking, that also comes with your coach. Yes. You know, with different coaches, you're going to, you know, look at a team differently and say, okay, you know what, we're going to make you know, we're going to try to go a little bit younger and try to pick up guys, you know, in a, in a, in a younger range yeah. and try to, you know, younger, like make the, the average age of the team bring it down this year. Yeah. You know, go a different direction. With Mourinho, 
I know he's, you know, obviously now with, with Roma, it's, you know, there's no expectations, you know, it's, it's a different thing for him than he's used to in the past, but he's still going to want to win. He's still yeah. going to want to be a good team in the league. He still wants to make a push in Europe. He's not just going to, you know, give up. Like now he's seen that ball, oh, fifth to eight, that he's just not trying to put pressure on the team. You obviously know he's going to want to try. He's going to try to make a, top. I four. hope that's the fucking that's case. That's what it is. Mourinho, yeah. Mourinho, he's a guy that uh, he's like, he's like Allegri as well. They'll they'll say whatever they you know and people will take it oh you know I can't believe he said this but he says things in a smart way so that the team doesn't react in a negative way yeah they they know how to talk they've done this for a very long time so when Mourinho says things it's all it's all tactical and that's why that that oh yeah fifth to eighth that's all fucking bullshit buddy don't give fucking me that oh. shit I was born but I wasn't born yesterday I don't know I just I just hope like. It- Again, again, this might be me talking myself. It is, man. From you're, getting hyped. You're, I don't know. You're just but scared. But Forza get... Lukaku, uh, he's on Roma. <laughs> we're winning the Scudetto. That's it. Joe, Joe's just trying to <laughs> overhype it just in case he does actually completely flop. So you're you're just a little. Yeah, I get it, man. I'd, I'd be the same way if I was. If we Listen, signed him. All man. I know is as a Roma fan, I wouldn't know how we're to gonna, feel. We're gonna change this topic after because we've harped on Roma for too long. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> it's gonna. Joe's already shed, shedding a tear. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that with Roma. You, you just know the demise is around the corner. No, yeah. no matter what, this season was already supposed to start off fucking crazy hype. You got Sanchez, Paredes, Awar. <laughs> Holy shit, we're fucking cooking a mess. And Dika, Barcelona wanted him, but we got him. <laughs> we lost the first two. Well, sorry, we tied the first game against Salernitana and lost to Hellas Verona, who just survived relegation yeah. last year. So, again, with Roma, the demise is always around the corner. <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to be Scudetto champions, according to everybody in the well, bookies and blah, 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 blah. How about Scudetto champions? But before we move on from Roma, do you think Big Rom starts on Friday against Milan? <laughs> I don't even know. I think, like, I personally, I think so. I think I'm going to be at my brother's wedding. At that point, I think he will. There's going to be a moment where I could actually stop, watch the game on the Joe's little party. He's going to get the notification on his phone. Roma, confirm lineups. He's, like, oh, he's going to have a little There's, heart I, I do. This is the thing. I, I do think he starts. It, it, it's Tuesday, I think it's he's, Tuesday now. He arrived to, he arrived now. More than enough time to kind of get it. the only way he doesn't is if he's like if he's actually if he's like overweight like and they're like concerns. Yeah, if they're like, hey, you know what? You know, we're not gonna rush but, you. But that's the wait. thing. No matter what, I will look at you and say Lukaku makes an appearance. No oh, matter no, what. Yeah, oh, no yeah, matter yeah, what, it is a done deal. He is making a fucking here, appearance. Here we go. I wouldn't confirm. Even, I wouldn't even be appearance. surprised if that Iranian guy we sent Azmoon. Yeah, he'll, I don't know he'll, if I'm he'll probably right. start too. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if I see him that game. Yeah, because like sure it's too. it's Mourinho finally back on the bench. Ball, whatever, cool. I, I hope he doesn't start in a weird way, just so like kind of build up the anticipation. What do you think, though? I think he does start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bolotti sits on the bench, even though Bolotti, I love you. You've done well. I still would say you're my guy. <laughs> you're the cock. You guided, <laughs> you did your thing, you know. Um, but I think now that Lukaku's here, it's game over. No. He's the ride or die. As long as his fitness is good, that guy's gonna play fucking every single game, ninety minutes at a time. Not even thinking twice about something no. off. Even if he's having the worst fucking game, he will stay on because he's a difference maker. Mm. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about Roma. Hopefully, we went on uh, Friday and we beat Milan. Um, I hope so too. But I'm gonna change the subject. Sorry. Only because enough enough of all Roma. I'll start crying eventually because whatever. Um, Speaking of transfer markets, though, still, uh, I actually found something out 
you told me this. Yeah. I didn't know I this. You knew, part. I thought you knew. I'm this. not gonna lie to you. I did not know this in any way, shape, or form. Saudi Arabia's transfer market actually stays open for a month longer yeah. than all of Europe's transfer market, which. I mean, you can't really get mad at because it's not FIFA regulated or whatever the yeah, fuck that is. But still, it's still a little bit weird. So my question, Al, is do you think that's going to be a problem for teams? Not just the smaller teams, but even like the big teams like the Liverpools, Arsenal. You put you guys, I snuck you guys in there. Well, I Kostic mean, Kostic is leaving. I know. I take- Offer to Roma. I saw that. <laughs> now I see these, he might stay. But uh, no, no, I, I see that with the, with the whole Saudi Arabia thing, which I, I already don't like that the fact that the league starts and the transfer market's still open. Mm. For me, like, I don't give a fuck. The first game when this, like, of, of whatever, let's say the Prem starts the, the week before, you know, Serie A, the first game of the Prem, that's when the transfer market closes. The day before that. Sorry to interrupt you and cut you off here. I agree, but disagree there. Okay. Only because, like, what if that first game as a coach or whatever, you, you see something doesn't work and you want to pick up like Wait till know, January. Touche. Okay. Continue. You, you, you can't just, it's not like, oh yeah, okay, I'm playing ultimate team. Let me, oh, that guy's not working. Okay, let me get rid of him. Let me bring this guy in last second. Dude, you, you, you bring the guys in because, you know, you say, oh yeah, this is who I want. You make your choices. They bring them in. If you see, you know, halfway through the season, guys aren't working. January comes around. You make the signs that you need, to, you need to do and you get rid of the guys that you need to get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it should be. Personally. And with the Saudi Arabia, like, man, how do you know? Like, like our, the, the, every, the European transfer market ends on September 1st. This one's going to be open for a whole nother month. Oh. If, if guys are, st- they start getting stupid offers still, and they're thinking about it, and they end up leaving, then in the, at that point, yeah, the, the, the teams are shit out of luck. Then it's unfair for them. Yeah. Like I was saying, then if anything, the European, they should all close at the same time. If they close after a month, just keep, keep the, you know, the Euro window open as well, too. Yeah. Because now you're going to open, leave that one open. Yeah. If they're still signing guys, and obviously they will, because with the amount of money they throw at people, people will leave. It's not. It's not. Think, the, it's not I, a question. I of, think that's of the biggest if thing. If they too, will, right? it's when they will leave. Yeah. I, so I, I think that's like the biggest thing too. Like 100%, you already know, man. Saudi Arabia has. Sorry to swear again. Fuck you, money. That they could just throw it at anyone and throw it at any team, so they could pick up. An average guy on our, like any team throws 70 mil, not even bad an eye. Yeah. You know what I mean? They could look at Liverpool, and even though that attack is based around Salah, since they're so hot and heavy for Salah, they could pick him Make up. Make a move for him. You know what I mean? And like it's it's just kind of shitty because what if you thought you'd have him till at least January? Yeah. Or till the end of the year. And yeah, you built all this stuff more around year him around and whatever. Him. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so do you think it would be fair or unfair? If let's say Saudi Arabia came in mid September, mm-hmm. transfer market's all done, they went for Dybala. They picked Dybala up from Roma and he went there right away. Yeah. Or should they wait till January in respects to obviously like the European transfer market opening up again? That's the thing. Okay, like you say, yeah, okay, with respects. Did I word but, that correctly? Yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah, yeah, I was thinking about it. Sorry. <laughs> you say like with respects, but at the end of the day, like if they if they want something, they'll be like, okay, hey, respectfully, we're going to come to you guys. We're not going to go behind your back. We're going to tell you what our offer is while we tell him as well. Yeah, but do you think that's fair? No, it's not. I mean, rules-wise, it's fair. Mm. But actually, no, because then you're just leaving a team now. You're down one of your players, one of your star players. Yeah. And you can't make a signing until January. You got to rely on what you have or bring up guys from the from your youth system. 
So, and that's not always going to, you know, going to click as much, especially when you lose a guy. If you lost a guy like Dybala, yeah. who's a big guy. If you lost, you know, a guy like, uh, what's, that, what's that guy? What's, that, what's your left back? Zalowitzki. Don't talk about him. If, like, he <laughs> left, though. It would it would be like okay yeah it, that like that fucking sucks but like realistically you you can put Spinazzola there you can grab yeah, you yeah. know somebody from your youth and probably bring up and he'll probably be good too yeah Roma doesn't have really that you know that problem like they 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 have good youth products they can yeah. bring guys up so like you know they they'll figure out a way but it'll just be a shitty situation for them it'll be fair because you know they're not breaking any rules they're you know they're doing exactly what's what they're allowed to but it just puts Roma in a shitty situation and like. Like that, that's where I wouldn't want to see like our teams are getting like, you know, screwed over because, you know, a Saudi team comes in at mid, mid September, end September and sign one of their like star players. Yeah. Well, the reason I'm asking that is because you, you've seen recently, especially in the like all the news and whatever, that Salah is being like heavily sought after, especially he's, after he's Diogo Jota, yeah. like whatever. So, like, for him to leave once the transfer market's done, it doesn't even give Liverpool a chance to make a panic buy. Yeah. Right. And so like my thing, like I started thinking about today when I was going over it all and I learned about that was like, do you think like they would have that almost like mutual respect or like FIFA maybe would intervene and say, hey, hey, yeah, you agreed a deal, Mm -hmm. but he'll arrive in January once it opens up again for like Like, Europe. Yeah, especially now that it's getting so close and like the window, it's it's pretty much gonna be closed by by the time if they end up agreeing anything. Yeah. But I also like I feel like. Salah and Liverpool have a very good relationship and like a respect for each other. And I feel like he would probably set something up like in a way where say, okay, you know what? I'm I'm going to sign now with them, but I'm not going to make that move until yeah. January. Yeah. I'm going to stay here until then gives you guys enough time, you know, to, to look around, find my replacement and then sign somebody in January. And that's when I'm going to be leaving. I'm not yeah. going to leave you guys now because I'm not going to put you in, the, in that position, even though, you know, they, they might have, you know, the, the younger guys like, like, uh, they saw Luis Diaz, uh, Darwin, who you know came up big last weekend. Yeah, I was, uh, I was bad. We'll talk about that we'll after. Talk about that. We'll talk about that after. Yeah, but no, just stay tuned. They they have the guys that you know they wouldn't be in you know absolute shambles if yeah. a guy like Sal-, yeah. Sal is massive for them. He last year he was he he scored what thirty goals and like sixteen assists. Like yeah. that's not a guy. That's not the easy guy to replace. Yeah, yeah. Especially but, with his contributions already. That's like, what I mean. You know what I mean? Like he's already. But they wouldn't be completely left out to dry. But again. Going back to Salah, I don't think he would put Liverpool in that position where he's leaving, you know, mid-September and they can't do nothing. And now they're stuck with no Salah and no replacement for him until January. Yeah. Like, I think with, with some players, you know, you might see some players, you know, they're like, hey, fuck them. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the money. Like, I'm not, yeah. I, don't, I don't give a fuck about them. I mean, they can figure it out. Some players will do that. There's tons of players that, you know, they, they have that mentality. But a guy like Salah, you know, certain certain players, if, if they, you know, let's say they were to approach Dybala, I could see him like doing the same kind of thing. Like if let's say he was, you know, down to go, I could see him kind of working something out that says, okay, you know what? I'll sign the contract to say I do come, but I'm not going to come until January because yeah. I'm not going to, you know, yeah. leave Roma like that. I can, like I can see him doing that as well. So it, it, it depends on the player, I think. Do you see any, is there any, like, uh, this is me kind of throwing you under the bus here. Yeah. Sorry, but is there any rumor you actually see happening once the transfer market closes in Europe that like a European to go, player, to go sorry, over there? Yeah. Um, Obviously, besides Salah, because I feel like yeah, no, yeah, that. Is we, there we, already, anybody, we already talked about that. Yeah, is there any um, player in speci- like specifically, or I can like you're the transfer guru, not <laughs> a part of me because I remember, I remember I sent you not too long ago the that the poll that yeah. that, that yeah. there would yeah, be yeah. an offer. I could see like that going through, yeah, in like you know mid September, all of a sudden, where it's like oh she's like oh here we go confirmed the poll going to whatever whatever team it was tapping merchant Fabrizio Romano. <laughs> I can see like you know a guy like that. I can see like now I like 
this this month here, you're going to see signings still. I just think it's going to be more for guys like, and not to take any away from DePaul. I love DePaul. But guys like that, you know, not world class, you know, not the best player on their team, but guys that have a name for themselves and are somewhat known. Yeah. And just, you know, not not ever going to make more than fucking five mil a season at any other mm-hmm. team other than if they go to Saudi, they're going to get triple that. Yeah. So I think it's just going to be guys like that that you're going to see in September. I, I don't see any like big names that you're like, holy fuck, like yeah. he went to Saudi. No way he left that team. No way. Like I can't see that happening right now. If it does, but I'll be fucking shocked. Yeah. See, I, I don't know that much about the transfer. He does. I'll get a Fabrizio Romano tattoo. I wouldn't because he's a tapping merchant. <laughs> and Nico Shira, you're my guy. Oh, dude. My guy since what? Since two years ago. I told it's true, you. actually. And Joe's like, I don't no, know. No, I see. I was on that flex about Demarcio still. Yeah, I love like that Demarcio. guy, man. Demarcio but fell off, man. Yeah. He's After just he reported fucking... that Ronaldo wasn't going to Juve. And then the next day, he was literally having having a lunch yeah, with Agnelli he... and, they, and he was signing a contract. He twerks for clickbait. Oh, yeah, dude. You're, uh, you're not the, he's the a smartest, fraud. smartest guy. Speaking of Saudi Arabia, see, I feel like everything we do, like we're just so always, smooth with it, man. Like, it's, Joe, it's, it's crazy, man. That's another thing you love. We forgot to mention that you love working transitions. Yeah. Speaking Joe of transitions, transitions. Speaking of that, Mancini is transitioning to Saudi Arabia. What a, man, what a loser, honestly. I actually hate that guy. I don't care what he did for us. It was all Chiesa in the Euro Cup. He did absolutely nothing. It was Chiesa and Viali who carried that team Preach. to a championship. Mancini did nothing. Guy got praised, and then he just gets up and leaves after not making a World Cup, choking like a complete asshat. And now just go, oh yeah, I want to leave because you know Holy. this this guy is not letting me do this and sign this guy, and they're telling me who to who to bring in my management. And then you go to Saudi Arabia. Oh, oh no, it wasn't because the money. They're giving you thirty mil a year for fucking what four years, dude? Shut up! Everybody's taking that money and, and going there. You're an idiot. You know what I got my dad to admit today? What? When I told him about Ranieri's word, who legend of the fucking game. He looked at me and he's like, Joseph, what do you expect from a Laziale? <laughs> and my dad's a Juve fan. <laughs> so this isn't just a Roma bias here. This isn't for, about me. Wait, for Ranieri's words? What Ranieri said about Mancini. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, if you okay. didn't know, Ranieri basically kind of, after like a game with Cagliari, whatever, he kind of just made a comment because they asked him about the whole Mancini situation and him confirming that he's signing with Saudi Arabia. He turned around and he's like, listen, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to comment too much. But money's never been a motivational factor for me. I would always, uh, an opportunity like for Italy, I would jump at that. Yeah. Making a jab at Mancini, obviously. That's that's class. But that's a gentleman of the sport. Leicester legend. And and an Interist. Once an Interist, always going to be an Interist. Wait, like Mancini? Mancini. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Granieri. No, 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 no. I told told my dad that call. My dad's like, see? Gentleman of the fucking sport. That's a fucking class. (laughs) That you I get want it. Tony to come and say that right now. So that you get it, man. But um, Mancini's a bum. No, you know what? My my biggest thing is at first I wanted to give Mancini the kind of like respect because like at the end of the day I I don't hate Mancini because like I'll have that respect for him. He's not a bad coach, like anything like that. Like he seems like a good guy too. You know, like maybe mm. dab him up, have a coffee, spit at him because he's Laziale. But whatever. Um, it's just his comments afterwards. You know how, like, he legitimately signed for Saudi Arabia with like a day or two afterwards, and then says money's not my motive, and he starts suing all of the FIGC. Yeah, yeah. Italy's flawed. Obviously, everybody knows that. Crooked. They but suck, don't don't whatever. try to make that the the excuse of why you exactly. left. Stop like stopping a loser, man. Say it Just how own it up is. To it. Exactly. You got generational money. That's fine. Just admit yeah. to that. Don't you know don't try I mean? to like, like say, oh no no that that was not the reason. Just shut up, man. 
if anybody anybody is leaving their job no matter what to make quadruple of what he was making yeah dude more like like if i if i'm literally leaving my job what i'm doing right now it will literally be because you looked at me and said you'll do the same thing you're just making 10 times the money yeah okay sure as long as i'm still content (laughs) sure of course you know like he's being offered generational money and i'll respect that but don't turn around and just blame everything on everybody else and play a victim here that they don't want to help you like he's a loser he's a loser the way he he, all, all the comments he said the way he, he would talk about other coaches, you know, not, uh, you know, not using the youth and, you know, Italy's youth, this and that. And then yeah, he did the exact same thing and, and kept calling the same Toloi, Acerbi, Bonucci. Was he not what the guy you, that brought what are you in doing? more Oriandis, which is, Oriandi is like a, what the Italian team calls like uh, foreign players that are yeah. non-Italian that have like Italian heritage yeah. or whatever. Wasn't he the guy that brought in the most? Yep. Jorginho, Emerson, Toloi. Retegui, love you, Retegui. I think you're great, but you know, like like the list goes on with a bunch of these guys, and he wants to turn around and say, "Oh yeah, the Italian system's flawed." Yeah, no, no. There's players. This is probably the not given the chance. This is coaches like you is the reason why. This is probably the first time since the generation of Del Piero, Vieri, Totti, Inzaghi, whatever that you have options. And I I don't want to sound like like an Italian merchant here and like whatever, but like. For once, I could look at everyone and say, like, there's actually a decent team Italy could field. Yeah. I'm not saying the best in the world by any means. No. But, but we, definitely we, better than what we've been seeing. We actually have, a, you know, you look at at your younger defenders past now, obviously, Bonucci. Bonucci, I don't I don't consider Toloi a chair to be like, those guys there were just fillers. Filler. For when yeah, Bonucci yeah, I agree. and Chiellini retired yeah. and they were no more. Yeah. I'm I talking agree. about, like, Bastoni, uh, Gatti, um, even Mancini. You know Scalvini. What? Scalvini from oh I forgot about him. Scalvini. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name, but Oak Ocolo. Oak Ocolo. On Atalanta. Bon, buongiorno from Torino. Bonjour. <laughs> Al just saved me there because I was gonna take forever to try to pronounce that. Oh, I remember that. But yes. You have you have guys that for once we actually have like an influx in center mids. We oh, have dude. a stupid amount of midfielders for once. We actually it's have actually true, and our and, and we're like, you know what? Let's use the formation with the least amount of mids and and try to fill up the positions that we don't really have the best players of, and keep starting Berardi and and you know what makes sense. I think Jorginho, who is literally just now a curse, he's gonna oh, run no, my yeah, mid. He doesn't lose his spot. He's running my midfield he right now. Spot Vedati, who's only getting traction from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, no, he's he's starting here too. He's not. He's not. That's not guy. He's not going. He's staying. He's staying right here. Going wrong. I do like Vedati still. Love Joe, I love him. But okay, we agree. Then. There's there's so much better, and and guys that actually want to prove themselves. And no matter what, a guy that wants to prove himself will always give more and show more than a guy like Vedati who. You know, he's won his Euro. Yeah. He's probably content with, with his accomplishments with Italy. Yeah. Maybe he wants to make a World Cup, but like he's not going to, you know, he, he's either going to play like an idiot like he, like he does, you see, with oh, game, game in, game out with PSG and sometimes with Italy, or he's just not going to give that 100% yeah, compared to a dude. guy like Fratesi or Fagioli yeah, who's going to be there and prove themselves. That want to prove their value to the exactly. national team. And, and like, That's what's missing. This is where I'll commend a guy like Antonio Conti. When he selected his national team for it, like for Italy, whatever. He didn't choose the best people on paper. No. He chose guys that were going to run for fucking 300 minutes And guys that fit him. And fit his style that gritted it out. Like, Parolo, at that point, he was a nobody. <laughs> Same with Giacciarini, Graziano Pelle. Like, the list goes on for that guy. No. He actually put De Rossi as a center back. Which, <laughs> yeah, okay, like, I love that because I think whatever. But, you know, it's absurd. Yeah. But it worked because those guys would have died for the badge. You have guys that, like, 
Immobile. At one point, yeah, obviously he was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Whatever it was, maybe he a little bit years. past his due. Uh, sorry, his prime. Whatever. Uh, Insigne, Verratti, Toloi, Echetta, all these guys. They're great, 100%, but they became civilized. Yeah. You know, they're at the peak of their prowess. They did their thing. Revolutionize. That The thing with national team football is it's very cutthroat. You know what I mean? It's it's a Big small time. window <laughs> you have. You prove your value. Yeah. See you later. Love you. Thank you for everything you did. You don't got much time to start testing things yeah, out and trying those things. You can't really do random things and say, oh, you know, this team won the Euro, mm-hmm. so I think they should be the ones yeah. trying to qualify stick, for my World Cup. It. No. Same it's, team. It's a revolving door, and Mancini lost the plot. Yeah. He didn't learn from, from Leapy when Leapy tried doing that. Dude, every, every, I wouldn't even sewer Leapy. Actually, you know, yeah, Leapy fucked up too. Oh, but, dude, the, the guy, well, I get it. He won a World to, Cup. Yeah. Why are you trying with the same team? Yeah, what I'm trying like, to say is like, like, I feel like it's that's not just a Leapy thing or Mancini. That's literally Italian. every Italian coach's problem. Yeah. Italian mentality. You, you taste the success and then you decide. They want to live in it. I'm going to go with these guys again. Yeah. You know, like, no, no. Like, you, you have a plethora of fucking ability. For once, like you said, in the midfield. I could look and say, we have options. It's not just Pirlo and Gattuso. Exactly, That's the man. only two center mids that work at this point. Like an Ambrosini and like, and what was the other guy that, that was uh, on Milan? Oh my God. Montalivo. that they celebrated when he broke his leg. Poor carrying Montalivo. the midfield of Italy. Like, like we're not at that anymore. Like we actually have very good mids, but yeah, let's not use them and stick with the old guys even, that even want the us to attack. Like, okay. Yeah. Some of it's raw, unproven. But that's because the coach didn't give them their chances. Yeah. He decided to ride with Insigne, Immobile, slash Balotti, Berardi. Yeah, same thing every game. You know, like like Chiesa, he won a Euro, but that guy still has a bite between his teeth. Yeah. He's still young. He still wants to fucking rule the he world. Wants he wants to do his thing. Like, 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 that's a guy you look at then and say, you're still young? No. Let's build this attack around you. You know what I mean? Like Raspadori, I have even more respect for him. Because he was a bench player, fringe player, whatever, but he still wants to prove his value. Yeah, all he the wants time. to keep proving himself. You know, like I think Spalletti coming in, I think that's the perfect guy for that. This was that was this was the perfect because he doesn't care to make an enemy. No. Look at what he did with Roma, yeah. and look what he, he did with Napoli. Fuck, like a guy like this that is, the is balls, what you need. This is the balls that Italy needed to put in charge, and I, I'm not I'm not gonna say like you know silverware or anything like that, but I think like he's gonna he's gonna turn Italy around, and yeah. now we're gonna see. The, the real Italy. Yeah. You're going to see the Italy that, you know, we should have already been seeing with Mancini that he's just been holding us yeah. back from. Now you're going to start seeing this. Yeah. You're going to start seeing the I, right guys be there. I think with Spalletti, like one of the greatest gifts he has is he doesn't care yeah. in that regard. You know, he wants to just, he's not a serial winner by any means. He doesn't have the biggest trophy cabinet or no. whatever, but he just wants to do what's best for the team and he prioritizes them. Mm. And I think with him, it's, it's a recipe for success. It's, it may take time, like you yeah, said. Yeah, silverware won't good come right time. away. I'm not even saying we'll win during his era. No. As long as we make I, competitions have, and we, we put up a yeah, good fight. That's it. That's all that matters. I man. do have confidence that he will like generally help Italy. You yeah. know, like, oh, like yeah, yeah. He, he'll be the one that says, Hey, this is what we have to do. This yeah. is what's gonna go on. And you know he's gonna retire after yeah. this. Anyways. Oh, yeah. This, this so is like you know he'll be there for more than one. This is his like as you would say, swan song. This is his last dance, like Michael Jordan, buddy. <laughs> this is his Jordan era. This is, he's not in this his pretty his girl era. era. He's in his Jordan era. Damn. This is it for Spalletti. Does he bring back? Rome has risen from the ruins. Does he bring a World Cup back to Italy? <laughs> oh, dude. I'll be on your shoulders. I'll hug you and cry like I did for the Euro. We'll watch it here. 
in the, in the next no, World no, Cup. No, no, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see what the... Oh, my, hey, uh, I mean, this is the, like one thing that I like the first time that honestly, like I, I didn't want to give a year because I think it's just, since I can remember because it was always the worst time when Serie A just starts. You're getting in the hang of it. You're, you know, you're starting to see your team. You're starting to feel like, oh, man, I, no, I love, want this. International I fucking break. love soccer. Where and the, inter- the first international break I'm, comes after the third game and you're like, man, dude, what the fuck? Can I'm you at least wait, here. wait for like at least 10 games and then you can do it, you know, whatever. Just please. This year, I think is the first time I'm actually like looking forward yeah. to every that. international. Break. Like I'm, I, I, I'm genuinely just I want to yeah. see who he brings. I want to yep. see who he starts. I want to see how they play. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. I think this is the first time I'm going to actually watch both games. Like fully. I won't even lie to you. I actually agree. Usually, like, like I, I don't want the international break. And, and it's no, not me, even, me and you are usually on the same page. It's, about it's not even. It's not even actually about Roma doing bad or whatever it is. I'm just like I could look at you straight up and say I am twerking no, dude, for I, international so play excited, because man. I want to see Spalletti. I want to see that fucking beautiful bald man <laughs> sculpt. Yeah. You know, like I'm so excited to see what's his first eleven. You know, who's he calling? You know, like it's just crazy to me because <laughs> like I could finally look for like I was happy when Mancini first came because of his attacking ability mm-hmm. and whatever, but then it just became kind of stagnant. Yeah. Yeah, like even before we won the Euro, it was kind of mm. stagnant. Oh, actually, the good, good thing too, actually, by by uh, when we record next episode, most likely we'll have like his lineup, who he's going to bring over there. So expect an all a, Italian. Yeah, episode. I was going to say expect us to maybe We're start talking get... about the you know the league, how the games went for the first ten minutes, and then end up just blabbing about Italy for the next. Yeah, half maybe an we hour. get DBG here. You get Fido, <laughs> whatever. Maybe we get Joe next door. Maybe we bring Cannavaro. Who knows. Who knows? I'm gonna text Maldini. He's unemployed right now. Maybe he'll show up. <laughs> um, but on that note, guys, I think we're gonna. I think we end things off there. Yeah, Al lost the bet from last week. Yeah, I know. I didn't quickly uh, say I that came, to you guys. Like, I came so close. I was perfect. Man. I came so just fucking Darwin had to score too much. Darwin, I got him to Darwin score one goal. Nunes. I got him to score at any time. He did it, and then I had just yeah. Newcastle more than one and a half goals. You just need to win the fucking game and down a man. The header. And I got, I got that. No method of first goal. You said oh method of first no, yes, goal method of first goal. Sorry, I didn't get that either. So that's. What, but honestly, man, if 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 I at least you know Newcastle got got that, I would have at least beaten you because then you wouldn't have got the Liverpool result. But hey, it's still early on. That's only week one, guys. We got to see how this thing ends off. Fucking that's where we see the real winner in this. Yeah, but guys, keep an eye out for the next episode that's going to be coming out for that. For what is this week's? Featured match. Arsenal versus United. Oh, Arsenal versus United. I was going to do something different. I was going to, I was, we were talking about doing a different game, but we we're going to do, you know, Roma Milan, but Joe didn't want to touch no, too close to home. That. I was actually going to do Lazio versus Napoli. <laughs> no, because you know what my bet would have no, been around. Right? No, no, Arsenal, Arsenal United. I would have bet on Lazio, so I cursed them. <laughs> I would have went completely wrong. I always had five goals. They win. <laughs> they ended up winning that. five nothing. They did. I would fuck. I would have actually Joe wins his bet, but yeah, at what I would, cost? <laughs> I would have just won. What did it cost? I would have just, I didn't even know. Everything. <laughs> like, that was out of Thanos still at that point. But, but yeah, know. Yeah, I think that's uh, that wraps it up for this week. Keep an eye out for the new episode that's going to be dropping out uh, before that match. And uh, yeah, guys, don't forget to, to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at UltrasXI. Subscribe to our YouTube. Leave a comment, like. And uh, yeah, until then, we'll see you next week, guys. Ciao. See you later.